The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to Retro Bliss uh, Pocket Reviews. That's right. Uh, normally on these pocket reviews, it's Trevor. Who's here? Say hi to the people, Trevor. Hey, guys. That's exactly how he sounds. He's always mm-hmm. sounded like that. And Tim. But Tim is getting over being sick, and he still got a cough. He wanted to record today, uh, but his cough said, no way, sir. So we're going to try to fill in. Uh, for him he sent us what his review for the game we're covering today and we'll read that when we give our final scores but speaking of which trevor uh last week on the show we covered wave race 64 and in your infinite wisdom you said hey since um just to be safe uh we didn't meet up for this week and uh we were like well let's cover a game boy game and what game are we covering today well, it's Wave Race. <laughs> the one that started it all. <laughs> for the Game Boy 1992 Nintendo, uh, four years before Wave Race 64. Kind of amazing that Wave Race 64 is a sequel to this game because nobody ever talks about this game. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know it existed. And in no. fact, when you told me, I assumed that it happened after Wave Race 64. Just That's just what my assumption yeah. was. Yeah. Uh, here's some fun facts since we don't do a Bliss Quiz on these pocket shows. Uh, first fun fact, this game is so just not remembered that I forgot that I picked up a copy just because it was like five bucks and hadn't played it. <laughs> so <laughs> I actually had the physical Game Boy cartridge that I picked up and got to play today for the first time. Second fun fact, although this was made by Nintendo R&D 1 in Japan, it never came out in Japan. In fact, it only came out in North America until I think it was 1997 <laughs> when Europe got Wave Race 64. They got this at the same time. Oh, wow. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Wild stuff. Huh. All right. So we're going to be talking some Game Boy Wave Racing is what we're going to be doing. Uh, The one that started it all. I'm very curious as your thoughts to this. Um, You know, so let's just kind of let's just, as I say, get into it and let's talk about uh, how this game looks, Trevor. Uh, Obviously, it's a Game Boy game. It came out in 92, you said. Yep. Yeah. 1992 Game Boy. Uh, I think it also works on the Game Boy Color. Uh, because I saw some screenshots that looked in co- I, the version I played was black and white, but or green, yeah. whatever, whatever Game Boy color is. And uh, I did see some screenshots look like they were in a little bit of color, like the Game Boy color would add to the Game Boy games. The I played it on Super Game Boy, and unfortunately, everything was kind of red instead of black. But I think that's just something the Super Game Boy does. Yeah, that might. Like, be. That's really, what I was seeing. Unfortunately, yeah. I was hoping at least like the water would be blue, but it's I don't. I think this is just a fat original Game Boy game. There's really no color that I yeah. can find. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we are... Anytime you say fat, I just assume you're talking about us. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> graphically, it's a top-down racer. Uh, really reminiscent of, at the time, RC Pro-Am, right? That was obviously the first thing I thought of when I saw this game. So yeah, I started playing definitely. it, it's like, oh, RC program, but it's boats. Yep, it's exactly that perspective. Yeah, uh, uh, so yeah, with, 
you know, with uh, the tracks, of course, being water instead of tracks. Uh, there are some jumps every once in a while, uh, um, but we'll get into that probably more in gameplay when it comes to the actual tracks and stuff. But, uh, man, this game's at a disadvantage, right? Because the Wave Race 64 <laughs> sort of takes... Uh, I'm going to call it track because it's what I'm used to with a racing game. Yeah, uh, they really are tracks. Yeah, uh, and they look pr- really diverse and different and vibrant even today, uh, which is pretty incredible for a yeah. Nintendo 64 game. Uh, they still look great on an HD TV today, <laughs> which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is at a disadvantage when it comes to that. It, it, I mean, you can tell that it's water, but like you said, it's not. I mean, it's obviously it's not blue. Uh, it's it just looks like re- uh, like really <clears throat> slick pavement <laughs> in a way. If if you drew in some wheels on these jet skis and made them four wheelers, I don't think anybody would really question it. Yeah, nobody would notice the difference. Uh, I don't which, think it's just it's just uh yeah, it's an unfortunate it's Game Boy. You gotta set your expectations. Um I think the only thing that's not it is Nintendo, it's a solid nineteen ninety two Game Boy game graphically, but I think the only thing that's disappointing as there was a few times that I almost like the graphics slightly got in my way because, yeah. because it is water. Like there's not walls, so to speak, but there's just some things that I don't know for the most part, nothing stops you dead, but like there's shallow spots in the water, but they yeah. look like boulders. So you try really hard to dodge them, but it's not the end of the world. If you hit them, honestly, right. Yeah. But it looks like boulders and they're, but they're actually just supposed to represent shallow spots of the water. Also where wave race 64. And again, this game came out before that. That game wasn't even a, a twinkle in anybody's eye. Um, but in hindsight, it's a little disappointing that the way the water, the waves represented in this game is squiggly lines that are drawn on the screen. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. Sort of think like, you know, as I was, when I was a kid, I always loved to draw. But when I got, when I was a kid, you know, I still didn't know ways to actually add detail to things. Yeah. So like to represent water, I would just make it look wavy or whatever, yeah. or, you know, it's that sort of thing. Uh, it could have been anything from uh, representing water to like something that smells. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if they would have put some little flies around it, it would have been the same thing. Yep. <laughs> that said, I do appreciate that every single graphical asset has a purpose. Like when yeah. you see the squiggly lines, that means it represents like waves that'll pull you that direction. Yeah. Like they'll be pointing to the left or to the right or up or down. And the water will actually pull you that direction. If you see a squiggly, like a cyclone line, uh, like a circle, that means it's like a whirlpool and it will actually make you go crazy. You don't want to hit those at all. Uh, I found that out by accident. Yes. If you see a square line, which kind of looks like a rock, like I said, it means it's a shallow spot. It'll slow you down. Um, Those are pretty much the things that are like, representing yeah. the water. There's jumps or ramps, whatever you want to call them as well. That on some of the tracks they're kind of littered out. Um, and you can actually what, tell what those are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're pretty easy to see. Yeah. Uh, what did you think overall? I think I saw about I see four tracks. I think I saw four tracks. I played through four tracks. And uh I don't know how many total tracks there are. I'm hoping there's, you have that information. There's not that many. I well. <clears throat> I believe there's only six racetracks, but that's not totally accurate because we'll get into in the gameplay. There's technically, yeah. there's two modes, so there's kind of double that, but eh. I yeah, think there's but, only like six actual yeah. circuit tracks, though. And I think I know what you're about to say about the way they look. 
they all look very much similar to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, uh, they, they, man, I, I feel like I'm being way rough just based on, I wonder if we had started with this one first and then went the way very 64, how it would feel. If this was called Jet Ski Race Game Boy, I do think I would feel. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I would laugh about the name that I'd be like, it looks okay, you know? It, yeah, it really yeah. hurts that it's called Wave Race, even though again it came out. It was the only game in the series when it yeah, came, it came out. out it's you know? literally one of it was first. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, and the Game Boy thought, was like a pocket calculator, and by today's right. standards, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's fair. Yeah. Right. So, the tracks they they all look very similar. Honestly, even though I mean, this is I will tell you maybe Trevor had a different experience, but this is not an easy game. But the layout of the tracks was i mean except for the jumps that happen every once in a while uh you're gonna have much better tracks in like rc program or something like that than this um and you know obviously way race 64 which is, i don't even see these are so far apart from each other graphically i almost well, feel it's unfair to compare them but that, that's just gonna happen that's a good comparison though they actually call the races circuit mode and every track in this is a circuit meaning yeah. it's it's a lap it's not I mean, Wave Race 64's laps, but you might be like at a harbor, and it's like, this is like, every single track is like somebody just created a track out in the middle of the water, pretty much. Yeah, so exactly. So, it's literally like an RC Pro-Am, except you're technically supposed to be on water, but the tracks aren't, I don't think, as varied or inventive as RC Pro-Am, which again, color would have helped a lot with that, is, you know. Yeah. This is one of those games, like, it, it's amazed me, some Game Boy games we played, like Donkey Kong, the awesome Donkey Kong 94. When we played that, I had to think, man, if only this game had color. I never yeah. once thought that. Um, but with this game, it's one of those Game Boy games that I think it would have been nice if it had some color. Yeah, I think it's just a, literally ahead of its time. It yeah. kind of is. Uh, but we'll get into if it still kind of survives gameplay-wise. But uh, let's get into the... Well, anything else you want to say before we get into the music and the sound? Nope, and the music and the sound's going to be pretty quick. Yeah, so let's do that. Uh, it's... Wave Race, obviously, it's a Game Boy game, but to me, the best sound was whenever you got like a power up. That was by far the best sound. <laughs> the rest of it was very, uh, what's the word we want to use here? It was basic. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Yeah, very basic. Um, there's honestly only music at the menu and when you finish a race or when you lose a race. <laughs> yeah. And then there are other things that sound effect when you like, get a dolphin or something we'll talk about those later yeah. but yeah now the music i think it was in between races like when you won a circuit maybe i can't remember yeah, it was actually is, pretty yes. good yeah that one's pretty all right. good yeah however when you lose a circuit the music is annoying did you catch what it was it's i, I blocked it out of my memory already it's literally that except game boy fied <laughs> and it's like the game's mocking you yeah uh, uh, which again, I, it's I not an easy game so yeah. it's kind of annoying yeah, because I didn't win very often. Just a giant spoiler alert there. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of it with the sounds and the music. Honestly, it's way more the sounds of your quote unquote jet ski or whatever it is you're on. Yeah, you hear it, that the whole race, and it's not yeah. grading in its defense. No, it's not. It's really not. It it won't bug you. But this is definitely a game you can put on like a podcast or something while you're playing it. Oh yeah, music. I did. I, I heard everything the game had to offer as far as all the songs, and then I did start listening to. Yeah. One of my podcasts, I'm assuming. Actually, so was, let's. Do you want to know what I was listening to? This is embarrassing. <laughs> yes, I do. Now that you said that, 
So in my defense, I was mostly just making sure it recorded properly. Did you? <laughs> but yes. So this morning, here's a plug for Patreon. We've just been plagued with sickness and all kinds of things. We couldn't plagued get together. Word, yeah. yeah. We couldn't all get together. Anymore. We're a plague guest is what we are. If you head to Patreon and check out Retro Bliss, we do the, the Bliss list. Which is a new top five list every month, only for usually Patreons. it's all three of us, but this this time it's just you. This one was just me, and I counted down my top five favorite Lego themes of all time. Uh, these are themes ranging from you know way back in the old days to now. I feel like we punish our patrons with like with in, in, yep. incredibly uh, specific, specific and <laughs> mundane. Yeah, well, even like our Stranger Things, we did like three episodes on Stranger Things, but yeah. Probably half our listeners don't care about Stranger Things. Probably, yeah, if that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, but uh, like I said in there, I hope my passion came through, even if you don't like the content. I'm sure it did, because I know for a fact you love Lego. So uh, but uh, so let's talk about the, the, the gameplay of this game. Now, I think it's fair to say right off the bat, like you kind of alluded to earlier, there is two game modes in this. There's, mm-hmm. of course, the circuit race, which to me would be the main thing most people would play. Because it's just racing through, and you're trying to play as best as you can, uh, that type of thing. But the second mode is how it was. What's it called? I don't remember what it was a called. Slalom. Yeah, see, it's a word I don't use very often. Honestly, I thought that word was just used for skiing. I didn't realize it applied to water sports too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but basically, just like you know, in skiing events, you're trying to go in between, uh, like uh, goals that are kind of set up. Yeah. Uh, or two poles or whatever you want to say and it's this is a very similar situation here it's kind of reminiscent of the buoy system that they would use later in in 64 version in a way yeah this is a precursor to that i bet it i think the best thing i can say about the slalom mode is this actually very different it's not a race at all at least not around a track it's just this space that's created almost think like the mario kart battle tracks yeah yeah it's this open space that's created and there's just these buoys all over the place. And you can go to any one of them you want to. And the whole goal is to get to more buoys than the computer does. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest, though. I've said it, and I've said it again. I don't like um, any racing. I guess slalom. I don't like slalom. Uh, again, Superman 64 is part of the reason. But I don't like having to hit a certain spot. And if I miss it, I have to go back, that kind of thing. Yeah. I'm just really bad at it. Like, I love checkpoint races, like OutRun, you know, or any classic arcade racing game. But I don't like it when you can miss the checkpoint, and then you have to loop back around and get it. So, I honestly didn't love this mode, but I did play it enough to come around to it a little bit. And realize it's actually pretty different uh, from the racing mode. So, I did appreciate that. But, honestly, I thought it was even harder than the racing mode, though. It it was. It really was. And that's saying something because the racing mode to me was quite difficult. <laughs> yes. So let's talk uh, let's talk about that then, the actual circuit mode. And that is essentially your championship mode. Uh, it starts off with the quote unquote easier ones. It's just like just like you know, Mario Kart is set up with the different CC. speeds uh, of the motorcycles, like there's 150 CC, and then the you know the faster ones are higher numbered. This is set up very similar to that. Yes, five hundred, six fifty, and I think eight fifty. Yeah, uh, but I'm telling you, uh, this thing, uh, just like just like when uh, somebody's trying to learn to swim, you just throw them in the water. I guess that's what this thing thinks. So it just throws you in there. First track, uh, first track, my first try, I got last. Because <laughs> you got to get used to how this thing goes, first of all. 
Uh, I did feel like I caught the hang of this way easier than the 64 version, mm-hmm. but this still had a tiny bit of a learning curve. It's not, it doesn't control exactly like an RC program. There's a little no. bit of looseness, and I guess that's to make it feel like you're in the water, that type yeah. of deal. Uh, but you can get the hang of this. I felt a little easier than the 64 counterpart. Uh, but uh, they really make up for that by, in my opinion, making those uh, CPU because it's just four jet skis out there, you and three CPUs, and they are some tough customers, I tell you. Yeah. Um, they beat me up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they, they just, they'll gang. Honestly, I think what it is is they're not the brightest AI. They just don't really care if you're there or not. Yeah. So they're constantly in your way. And yes. Yeah, they're just constantly in your way. Um and when I first started playing, I definitely was like, oh man. And, and to its like definitely to its credit, it doesn't just it does look like RC Pro Am basically. Like you can barely tell it's water, but it doesn't play like an own racing or an own ground racing game. Right. Like there's definitely a little physics work going there, which is is it's a far cry from Wave Race 64, but like you said, it just feels a little different. Yeah, for a Game Boy, it's, it's kind of impressive. I, I think the the thing that makes it stand apart, there's actually two things, but I'm going to save the other thing. Uh, there's actually a mode that makes it stand apart that we've not mentioned yet. But the thing that makes it stand apart gameplay-wise, there's two things. First of all, you do kind of... Like your momentum carries around a turn, and if you're not careful, you can be way out in the water. Yes, it happened to me quite a bit. <laughs> uh, so learning to control that. The other thing is the boost mechanic, which ended up being a lot cooler than I thought it would be, for as simple as it is. Um, it reminds me of Excitebike. Isn't Excitebike the one where you can, yeah, you can hold the boost or whatever they call it, and your engine overheats if you hold it too long? Yes, yeah, you can definitely overheat a bike on there, I believe. This one's just the same except the opposite. If you don't use it, it automatically charges up. And then we yeah. start using it. So you don't have to pick up turbo charges you just have to wait, and it'll automatically come back. And when you use the turbo is kind of what sets this game apart, I think, because what I found, and I actually looked in the manual, so it made me feel better, because they basically gave the same pro tip. What I found is if you find yourself sliding wide on a turn, because the game knows you're going to do that, save your boost and use it to basically let go of the gas and use the boost to set yourself back straight. Yeah. Like, or... Not necessarily let go of the gas, because basically B is gas, A is boost. It doesn't really matter which one you're pressing. But when you run out of boost, you'll stop going if that's what you're pressing. What you do is you kind of just point yourself in the direction you want to go and hammer the boost. (laughs) So it's not complicated. It's a lot simpler than Wave Race 64. Yes, yeah. But it's not easy. You're right. Like, it's a little trickier than your average racing game. Um, It took me a bit to actually even win a race, and that didn't happen very often for me. (laughs) no. I, I will say I was horrible. The first time I tried it, I failed out of the, the easiest difficulty, the 500cc. The second time I tried it, though, I did win the 500cc and actually made a lot of progress in the next one up, the 650. I honestly feel like, and it does get a lot faster, too. And the faster you are, the harder it is to make the turns. Yes. Um, But I was surprised, I'll admit. Like, I'd planned to come on here and say, what's the point of the higher difficulties? Because you're going to be going too fast. But I think you do just naturally get a little better the more you play it. Because yeah. honestly, I was I was about ready to turn it off. But I'm like, eh, I unlocked the 650cc race. We'll go and try that. And I'm like, okay. I wasn't doing great, but I was doing better. So uh, 
Yeah, I feel like you just you get better at it naturally. Unlike Wave Race 64, which we both said we never got as good at it as we thought we should have. Yeah, I kind of felt like I hit a wall there and it just yeah. and I just didn't improve. That's not the case here. Uh, so I will give it that much credit when it comes to that. Uh, what was the, uh, didn't you say there's something else you wanted to uh, mode went and talked about? Oh, well, to, to wrap up the single player race mode, the, the only two twists, there's jumps. What did yeah. you think of those? Like you could press down to gain more air or up to get less air. I kind of just did the jumps. I didn't think about it too much. Same. Uh, I, I mean, obviously it was nice to have a little change of pace and I'm never going to turn down a jump in a racing game. No, uh, but uh, yeah, they were just kind of there. Um, but the other thing with the main races is there's two pickups and they're so odd. Oh yeah. <laughs> they're so bizarre. <laughs> they're, they don't make sense to me. No, the, I'll start with my least favorite was the dolphin. <laughs> now I love dolphins, but the dolphin makes you steer better and you do steer sharper. And it makes the obstacles irrelevant to you. Like the whirlpools don't hurt you and stuff like that. Yeah, you kind of just ignore those. Well, I don't know if you ever picked up a dolphin, but when I did, I found myself dropping places. I think I, I was did, driving th- too lazy. I don't know. It throws you off, I think, because it yeah. kind of does change how you steer a little bit. And I, because I got it once and I didn't care for it. And also thought it was just really weird that uh, in the in this way, in this racing on the water game that you have to pick up a dolphin. To like, control better. The like, way I, I imagined the... it is you're hopping a ride, like you're catching a ride on its back and it's just driving for you. But either way, it makes no sense. Like you would chop that yeah. board off and up. That'd be kind of cool <laughs> if they, if they would have sort of did that, right? Like if yeah. your Sprite would have changed to you're actually riding a dolphin and you can actually, that would be pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> I just realized something. I think in Wave Race 64, and I know for a fact in Blue, whatever the other one's called, Blue, what's it called? The GameCube one? Blue Wave. What is it called? Something Blue, like that. Blue yeah. Storm. Anyways. You can ride a dolphin, and I bet you this is the reason, because this little silly pickup in this game. Yeah, it's got to be, yeah. But anyways, the other one was my favorite, although he's always kind of out of the way. You have to go out of your way to get him, and he's the octopus. Now, Johnny, you know what an octopus is in real life, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, they're a really fascinating animal, yeah. Yeah, the my octopus teacher is a documentary everybody oh, Highly watch. recommend, highly recommend that. So what would you think, like, let's say you haven't played this game. You're designing the power up for the octopus. What do you think it might be? In a race so, game. you know, the first thing you're going to think about, obviously, the big thing that sticks out with an octopus is how many arms it has. Yeah. And maybe the fact that it's got uh, tentacles, you know, and it can kind of grab onto things with those. So I would, you would think at, maybe it can help you turn a little better or something. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. But the other thing it's known for is shooting ink out of itself. Yeah. That was my first thought was maybe it would uh, shoot ink out and make it all slick, yeah. maybe. I mean, it's silly, but. Yeah, that's the thing that makes the most sense. Just thinking about it, yeah. But no, when you touch the octopus, anytime you bump into an enemy, as long as the power-up is active, you steal their boost. Like, yeah. You which, just zap their boost away, which is it's, cool, it's but it cool, makes no but sense. I, it's cool, but I don't think it's worth going out every way to get. <laughs> no. No, I, I always liked it just because I like the idea of zapping their boost. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> one thing that I found out about this game, Trevor, uh, that I thought was actually very awesome... Uh, obviously i was not none of us were able to try that is that this is one of the Game Boy games that supports four player and that's the other thing i want to talk about yeah so yeah. i'm very i'm very curious what i would have thought about this if uh let's say me you and tim and we'll throw Derek in there if we'd have gotten to play this four player like that i'm very curious what i would have thought if it would have changed my feelings to it you know because uh, that does in my opinion, really help a game. I mean, I love a lot of single-player games, obviously. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Bioshock's one of my favorite series of all time. 
But uh, if there's a game you can enjoy with your friends, that always adds to the experience, mm-hmm. right? So I'm very curious what I would have thought if I was able to do that. Well, I looked into the multiplayer a little bit more, and I came to this conclusion, like when you compare it to other Game Boy games at the time, I honestly believe the up to four-player multiplayer was the single true standout feature of this game when it came out. And it's I think be, right? it would have been awesome because the whole game, from what I could find out, the whole game you can play with up to four people. The circuit mode, the computer actually fills in spots. It actually says this in the manual. Like, let's say me and you played, the computer would fill in the other spots, and we could play all the circuits. You can oh, do the slalom. Cool. Even the slalom mode, which is just kind of eh against the computer, Yeah, just get to a buoy right before your friend does would actually be pretty fun. Yeah. Like, we were just talking about the octopus. If you got three friends smacking them around when you got the octopus, it would be a lot more fun. Yeah, see, that, see, that would make it more uh, of a reason to go out of your way to get the power-ups yeah. i i feel because you just feel a little bit more competitive against friends and stuff and it's just funny to kind of screw your friend over. yeah yeah and there just wasn't that many games on game boy that did this honestly that unfortunately in my review i can't really consider that because it's not realistically any way to play it today yeah because it requires a game boy for each person it requires a four-player link cable which i have like three of them because that f1 race game came with it for free oh. <laughs> uh, everybody had the f1 race game yeah i had like two or three copies well, that's of just a, that's just a smart packet honestly yeah. yeah um and it requires a copy of the game for each person so it's a high requirement but that is the fact that you could do the whole game with four players in 1992 on the game boy because the game is spoiler alert the gameplay is solid enough and fun enough that I do think that would have been a blast back in the day. I do too. Unfortunately, that's kind of the, the coolest feature of this game that's pretty much 100% lost now, I think. But Yeah, unless for whatever reason Nintendo decides to put this out on a Switch or something at some point and have right. that feature, which I don't think they have any... I've not, I've not remotely heard of anything like that, no. so I don't foresee that ever happening. Uh, I think you're right. I think it's just lost to time. That's kind of sad because I would have loved to experience that because I do feel like you said that would actually make me really like the game. Yeah. Way, way more than I did. Spoiler alert. Uh, anything else before we give our scores here? Two other quick things that are cool. There's a practice mode. And so if you want to see how fast the 850cc is, you can do that in practice mode right from the start on any of the tracks. Also, there's a battery backup. I wasn't sure at first. <laughs> what was your name? Uh, uh, did it give you a name when you first started? Oh, oh, I don't remember. I it gave me it, well. There was a name because you can put your name in there. So my name was Old B, and I thought there's no way the <laughs> game called me Old B. And then I found out. <laughs> I found out the game has a battery backup, so that must have been whoever owned the game before. Yeah. Some Old B owned it before. Yeah. <laughs> So I was playing old B's game. Uh, yeah. So yeah, battery backup. That's pretty nice. That is impressive too. I mean, I'm early Game Boy game. I mean, that's not too shabby. No. Well, it's not really early, but you know. Um, okay. So let's, let's get into our scores for this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead. Let's give Tim's first since he did send me, us a blurb. Do you want to read it? You want me to read it? it doesn't uh, matter. You can. All right. I got it right in front of me. All right. This is, this is, I'm quoting Tim here. Uh, my review is a solid six and a half out of ten for what that uh, for what this is. I would have loved it back in '92, though the floaty controls uh, he meant he intended that pun uh, can make mm. for some frustrating times. The game is well made, 
with fun to be had. The four-player link cable uh, capability sounds like a blast, though the sixty-four is obviously the sixty-four game is obviously the standout. This isn't bad off for uh, a starting game, though. All right, so he gave it a six and a half. Yeah. Well, thanks, Tim. Thank you, Tim. Uh, hopefully, next time he'll be able to join us on an, on the next pocket review. Uh, but yeah, Trevor, what do we think of this game? Do you want to go? Or do you want me to go? You know what? I'm going to go because I decided pretty concretely that my score was six and a half out of ten, and Tim basically just stole all my thunder. Uh, yeah. if, even not being here, Tim is being <laughs> that guy. Tim's uh, been an old B. <laughs> he's been an old B. Um, we're a bunch of old Bs at this point. <laughs> yeah, we really are. But, <laughs> so, Tim, get the B out. Um, <laughs> no, that is exactly my score. And I, I fluctuated some because I do think – I honestly think that graphically and as far as sound and just the amount of content for single player anyways, it's a very middle of the road Game Boy racing game. But I do think just the the solid feeling of it, I guess physics is the right word. I mean, again, not on par with Wave Race 64, but there's some physics here. And I think it's solid. Uh, and the boost mechanic is what brought me around to it, honestly. Uh, the fact that you're constantly refilling your boost and even the manual will tell you knowing when to use your boost is 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 key. And that gave it just enough legs for me. And the fact that I was able to beat this easiest mode and was making pretty decent progress in normal mode tells me that it's it's doable. Although I honestly don't know if I'll ever beat the other modes because the easy mode was, I, I mean, I, it was still, I did not get first every race. It was still tricky. Um, I don't care that much for the slalom <laughs> mode. And since I don't care that much for the slalom mode, I honestly think this game's not going to have a ton of replay value now, today. If I were reviewing this game in 92, I would give it, and I'm not just saying this, probably 1.5 extra points for the multiplayer. Because you yeah. can play everything, 100% of the content, you can play multiplayer. And I honestly think it would be a fun and probably even funny game multiplayer. But I can't give it that point and a half because it's just not realistic that people are going to experience that today without link cables and extra copies of the game and and friends i don't know what those are um <laughs> it's a tv show so yeah probably would have been a pretty close to an eight out of ten game in 92 but i do think it's a six and a half today still solid but i don't think it's an absolute must play yeah this this one's a little easier for me to score than it's 64 brother was um again i'm going to restate what you said about the multiplayer i think that would have if we had the ability that would have 100 percent up my score easily because i do foresee that being a really good time but i'm not going to consider that in this review because like you said i don't know how that would ever even happen today right uh unless mm-hmm. you know it's just sadly that's one of the things that we will lose as uh game boys kind of the hardware kind of starts to you know dinosaur itself out as they say i don't think anybody ever says that but they do now mm. it's for uh, the way of fat retro game podcasters yeah. <laughs> i don't know they keep showing up so that's true, <laughs> that's true. Um, um, i do like uh, i have a love for top down sort of isometric racers on retro systems obviously you know uh, in the RC program games and the, you know, the rock and roll racing are some of my absolute favorite games ever to play. So I have an affinity for those. 
and this does that and it does a decent enough job of making it feel like it's water as much as i think a game boy probably could have done in 1992 i mean that they didn't yeah. have to do that uh that's like an extra mile they went to when making this game so that's impressive however the tracks are just very kind of bland they're kind of boring even their layouts to me were very boring even though some of them are, some of them do have challenge to them because i have a lot of like tight corners and stuff but overall they felt very bland and the jumps felt just added in to just add something yeah i i the the seat the the game it's i'm with you the mode to even play would be the circuit mode the other mode is fine it's it's neat that they gave you something else to do to kind of add a little bit of life to the game but i don't ever think that i'm gonna think of this game and remember that it has that like if, i'll yeah. forget that that mode's even a part of it later probably yeah uh so i liked it i did enjoy it but less than y'all did man i want to give this a five and a half uh, i think you can't say it's below average obviously there's a lot of love put into it like tim was saying there's a lot of talent into this game but other than that i'm gonna go to five and a half it's oh it's an okay game but uh i don't unless we can figure out a way to play it with uh, me and you and Tim and Derek or something like that. I don't foresee myself ever going back and trying and playing this game again. I don't feel a reason to, or a need to. So uh, that's uh, so it's still though. It is a retro blessed pocket reviews approved. It's not a, it's not a shining diamond though. It's no, uh, it's kind of a um, hidden treasure <laughs> gets it away sort of. Uh, but yeah, so that's that. Um, we will, we promise we are going to do Simpsons. <laughs> That's going to happen. The Simpsons right. arcade game. Yeah, Maybe it'll be next. It. I hope so. Yeah, we hope so. It's we coming. We saying promise. It. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm, I'm hoping I'll say it and it'll just come and it'll just happen. Uh, but that's it. Thank you, all you blisters out there. We very much appreciate you. Go check out our Facebook page. Check out our Instagram. Uh, we don't, uh, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, and our Patreon, like Trevor was saying before, go check it out. A lot of extra audio on there. And we have, and we still owe you guys, and we'll get to that too. Uh, but thank you for Trevor. I'm Johnny. Until next time, uh, stay blisty.